Alrighty, and we are here. Disunity. Was Gucci. Yes. Oh, yes, your boy. Say <laughs> it's your boy. That's my boy Patrick. Yes, sir. And this is me, Ryan Thane. All right. And we're today going to be starting our brand new podcast. I'm super excited for this. Um, but we're just going to be talking about sports, you know, just just two two guys talking about sports, you know, Mexican and a white man, you know, it's lit, it's lit. Okay, okay. <laughs> Alrighty. So, um, Patrick, how you been doing today, bro? I've been doing good, you know, I'm excited for tonight, you know, Miami, Boston. Miami, here. We're going to finish this. We finished this shit in five, you know what I'm saying? We're not, five. we're not the Clippers. We're yes. not the Clippers. <laughs> ain't the, the Clippers, no sir. We ain't the Clippers. So. <laughs> alrighty, alrighty. So, um, th- with this podcast, everybody, we're going to be posting probably like once a week, as much as we can get onto it, you know. Um, we're looking to do it on Wednesdays. Okay. This is just a special day Friday, you know, so. But we'll be posting next week, just talking about the NFL and the M- where the NBA is at by then. Um, just kind of go into the sports world and we'll have debates and stuff like that. Might have some guest stars and yeah. So, um, if you guys enjoy this podcast, uh, please do look into our bio. Uh, you will see the link to give us a donation uh, and you can yes. month, give us monthly donations. We'd really appreciate it. We but, would. Yeah. So we'll just jump right into it. So Patrick, what do you have to say about the, um, game four of the Boston Celtics Miami heat series? Um, game four was a very stressful game, at least for a Miami Heat fan, which I am, or a Miami sports fan. Um, watching it, you realize how talented Boston is as like, individual scorers they are. But with one of the individual scorers going cold, I mean, Marcus Smart, it was not enough for anyone to his best like, game. It was enough for Miami to win that game. But it was a very stressful game when Chayden up 28 in the second half. I'm not going to lie. That was pretty good. But Tyler Hero, that kid's going to be great one day. Yes, he's sir. Good. Tyler Hero so, is insane. Yeah. Yeah, he That's had like... Game, how many points do you have? He had like 37 points or something like 37. that? Yeah. I need Jerry Butler to step up tonight, though, because he's been kind of quiet throughout the series. He had a great fourth quarter in game one and a great fourth quarter in game two defensively at least yeah but he needs to he needs to be aggressive all the way through this game in my opinion he he can't just be chilling yeah for sure most from game four of the Miami State game yeah I thought I thought it was really it was a great game and Tyler Hero really did pull through and they really did need him as an x-factor because Jimmy Butler you know he's gonna get his buckets but at the end of the day they need that one other x-factor whether it be Bam Adebayo which he had an absolute great game as well and Tyler Hero yeah some Bam bro but definitely I think Tyler Hero was very very crucial in that game he was scoring automatically mid-range he was getting buckets like draining nothing but net and he was legit just unstoppable. And if he's aggressive like that in this next game five, it's going to be very, very tough to beat them. I don't yeah. see Boston. If, if, if those three players, Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, and Tyler Hero step it up, it's going to be very tough to have Boston You can't beat forget them. about Goran Dragic either. Goran hey, Dragic. Hey, Dragic, man. I completely forgot. 
That man's been hooping as of recently. My God, he turned back to clock 10 years or something. My Lord. Guy is a bad man, for real. Yeah. For real. All right, and let's go into my Lakers game. The Lakers, that was a great game for. It was a great game. It was a great game. Yeah, game Jamal Murray, as a Laker, I'm, I'm a Lakers fan just because I love LeBron James. So, I mean, game four, man. Jamal Murray, man. That guy is different, bro. Can we talk about the... um? The free throw disproportionality in game four, which is just insane to see, in my opinion. Because <laughs> LeBron played great defense. I'm not going to lie, he did play amazing defense. But the clip that everybody is showing on his social media right now was a foul. I think we could all agree it was a foul. Are you talking it about the one foul. where he jumped up and he didn't and he didn't really get the ball? but He got his arm, yeah. And yeah. he didn't call it. I was like, okay. Like, he played great defense. Don't get me wrong. Throughout that game, there's multiple players who was like, damn, that's vintage LeBron. Yeah. But the one that they're deciding to like hype up was a foul. And I was just like, oh, okay, okay, guys. Okay, I see it. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like I, I like I think they could definitely like turn black like that one play, they turned back the clock a little bit because like, you know, back in the day, like I mean it's consistency. Back in need, the day. Back in the day though, that definitely wouldn't be a foul, but like definitely sure, definitely like at this day and age, definitely could be considered a foul. It was a foul. It, yeah, I definitely <laughs> probably was a foul. He definitely smacked him kind of in the in the arm just a little bit, you know. But it, it was it, it was a very tough shot, and LeBron played great D. Just the final finish was a little bit a little bit risky. Yeah. But I mean, what do you think's gonna happen with Game Five, Patrick? Because it's three to one, and those Nuggets, bro, them Denver Nuggets, you can never right. count them out, man. You cannot. They took out the Clippers and the Jazz. Yeah, they are. So it's interesting. It's I mean. Scary. I don't know if you saw if Mike, but Michael Malone now made a petition to the NBA like LeBron did the the game before for the free throws. <laughs> so we'll see if the the Denver Nuggets gets those calls now. <laughs> and if they do, I think it will go to at least six games. Right. But if it goes, I think if it goes to a seventh game though, I I will put I won't put money on it, but I think. It will be a little too much for Anthony Davis to handle. I have faith in LeBron will show up, but I don't know about Anthony Davis. Anthony Every single time Davis, I've, yeah. He's not the best in elimination games for throughout sure. his career here. So. Yeah, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. I personally think if the Lakers come out with the same energy they came out with last game in Game Four, and they play and they make their shots, you know, in my opinion, if they play just like that, there's legit no team in the NBA currently that are like left that will be able to beat them. I think the only team that really could keep up with them if they were in that streak was the Clippers. But since the Clippers are out like that, I think there's yeah. truly, when they are making their shots, they're playing good defense. I agree. Intensity, you know, and LeBron's not standing there watching the ball and, like, playing lazy defense. They're a ridiculous team to beat, and it's it's very hard to beat them. And I have, I I've agree. yet to see it. When they're playing like that, it's, it's difficult. So I think if they play like that next game, it's GG's. I think it's going to be game five. It's going to be a 4-1. But if, I, I don't think LA is going to come out that aggressive, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. For the role bit, players, the role players, they had their good game. Yeah. I think there's usually every single time they have a good game, they have a layover for, for the next game. And you see Anthony Davis and LeBron step up. But we'll see. Facts, we'll facts. see you this next game. For sure. It'll be an interesting game to watch for sure. So what about your Dolphins, Patrick? Did you watch the Dolphins last night? I did. 
I don't know why we tried. Oh, I rather got enough. I'd rather be a top ten pick again. I rather have. Oh a pick. I think we should. Honestly, this is just me talking. I think we should tank for offensive linemen, just so we can have a decent offensive line for That's when Tua true. decides to come out there. Because Tua, he in college, he was a very special talent. The left-handed quarterback, bro. I love me some Tua. Second coming of Steve Young, you feel me? But we'll see. Well, for sure. I, I mean, I, I felt bad for Gardner Minshew because Minshew's having a pretty decent season, and he just had like a, a not a, not a bad game, but not a good game either. So yeah, it's just like sure. I don't know. We'll see. It's an interesting time. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that totally. It's it's gonna be definitely interesting to see what the Dolphins. I think the Dol. I mean, I predicted the Dolphins are gonna win this game just because I think they're just a far more t- like they got more talent than. Yeah, that defense is looking really, really good. They're secondary with Bi- the new signing of Byron Jones. I think that's really great signing. And they also didn't they pick up a rookie corner this year in the first round. Yep, yep, they did. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember his name. Yeah, I can't remember his yeah. name either. But they picked them up, so that was a good pickup for them. And then also picking up the freaking one of the best linebackers, outside linebackers in the game right now, Kyle Van Noy from the Kyle Patriots. So. <laughs> That was that was that was definitely that was a great pickup for them and to upgrade their defense. And then getting Matt Breda to Matt Breda and Jordan Howard as well to help that run game out on the offensive yeah, they have end. Three, they have three really good running backs in my opinion: Jordan Howard, Matt Breda, and Miles Gaskin. They all can put up decent numbers. Yeah, totally, so. totally. Yeah, and then also let's talk about the Raiders and Saints game. I watched that game and I was so happy for the Tampa choke, Bay. <laughs> choke, choke, choke. <laughs> yeah, bro. I just the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, I'm rooting them for them because I'm a Tom Brady fan. And you know, it's like I'm so happy the Saints lost. And honestly, Drew Brees, he looked absolutely. He looked. He looked rusty. And not he rusty, looked rusty. He looked old. Yeah, he looked old for sure. And I, I really only. I mean, seriously, in that game. I saw him one throw. See, I saw him throw one throw over 15 yards, and he underthrew it. And I was just like, bro, because all he does the entire game, he throws the five yard passes, and it's successful. It's hard to stop because they have a great team that surrounds him to be able to do that. Michael Thomas, he gets open consistently. And it's very hard to stop that. Plus, He's they hurt, picked up though. Emmanuel. Yeah, that's that's true. They picked up Emmanuel Sanders, though, who's also very solid at getting open. And Jared Cook's a great tight end. And then the best, probably top three running backs when it comes to catching the ball, Alvin Kamara. I was gonna say, you're going to say the best. That was about to be yeah. a bold statement. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, bro. Okay. <laughs> I, was say to, I was about to say, yeah, top three, definitely. But he's yeah, he's sure. a beast. And he, gets, he definitely bails out Drew Brees sometimes because Drew Brees will just chuck it to him and he runs 20 yards, you know. But... It's definitely. I was very happy to see the Raiders win that game, but I I did not think Derek Carr stepped it up huge, big time, man. Derek Carr's a decent quarterback. He's always. I've never thought he was a bum. He's always completed at least sixty eight percent of his passes the last couple of years. He's been very accurate. Completely I mean, there's true. just there's not a lot you could complain about Derek Carr other than he doesn't take big risks, which I find I love that. I love like at least. When I see a scheme that relates to my Madden scheme, I find it amazing. I ain't gonna lie. That Raiders scheme is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It's so true. I, I completely agree with that. Derek Carr is a solid quarterback, and he's shown when he has very good targets on his team, he can be a very, very successful quarterback. And he's, 
he's definitely he makes the smart throws. He doesn't make many mistakes, and he he definitely is a solid quarterback. And I I agree completely. I think um, picking up Henry Ruggs in the draft this season was a great pickup for him, and now he's got very speedy sure. receiving core. So it's going to be, and then also Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs. Just just overall, that offense is looking really really solid, and their offensive line with Richie Incognito. Oh man, it's it's definitely looking good for yeah, them. Yeah, they, they look like a very potent offense. It's just a shame that they're in the same division as the Kansas City Chiefs. Because I don't think true. Kansas City looks pretty tough to beat. Even oh, though they had man, a little yeah. slip up against the Chargers, I still think Kansas City is the team to beat in the AFC. But we'll find out Monday. That's a perfect segue. <laughs> Monday Night Football. <sighs> What That's a game we're about to have. Uh, seriously, seriously. Completely true. So, we're going to go into our week three predictions here of who we think is going to win on Sunday and then also Monday Night Football, that big game you just talked about. So, when it comes to the Washington football team versus Browns, who do you got winning that one, Patrick? Cleveland. Got Cleveland? I got the Browns as well on that one. All right. Raiders versus Patriots. I got the Patriots. Who do you got? This, to me, this game is going to tell me a lot about the New England Patriots. I'm not gonna lie. This is a, this is a big game for me. If if they win, I think um their 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 favorite to come with the AFC East. But if they lose, I uh it's gonna be tough. I don't know. It's a, it's a toss up for me. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Raiders just to have a different opinion. But we'll just leave it at that. For sure, I completely agree. I think that's gonna be tough for Raiders for their offense when it comes to their receivers, just because that New England secondary man, they're one of the best in the NFL. And but they give like, up a lot of passes to the tight ends, though. They, yeah, they don't cut. that is true. And Darren Waller might have a fat game. You never know. And yeah. it's going to be interesting for sure. All right, and then let's go into the 49ers versus Giants. I got the 49ers because I don't see the Giants winning without Saquon Barkley, honestly. 49ers, yeah, I, I think so as well. If the Giants had Saquon, I think I would have picked the Giants with all the injuries the 49ers just suffered. But since the Giants are also missing their star player, I... Uh-oh. We may have had Patrick cut out there. Let me see. Patrick, you there? All right, yeah. So like he was saying, definitely some uh, some mess-ups. Yeah. Um, with their injuries. There we go. He's back. All right. So, yeah, so definitely 49ers. We both picked the 49ers on that one. And then Texans versus Steelers. I think I got the Steelers because I truly just don't see. I saw the Texans that first week struggle against the Kansas City Chiefs. And, like, offensively, like, the Texans struggled. And so, like, I truly think that I got the Pittsburgh Steelers because their defense is a lot better than Kansas City's. I just don't see their offense being able to keep up when it comes to that Steelers defense. What do you think, Patrick? I agree. My, my, the Steelers are my sleeper pick for the Super Bowl this year. Ooh. They look really good. I'm not gonna lie. They're all, with Big Ben back, and with that defense being so stout that it is, my God. Seriously, seriously, that's facts. And Rams versus Bills. I got the Bills in this one. What do you think, Patrick? I got the Rams. Okay. I think Jared Goff is playing a great football right now. They they made they just lost Cam Akers, which I guess is a decent loss, but they have Malcolm Brown and. Uh, Henderson, I forgot his first name. Both very good running backs. That defense is still stout, so we'll see how Josh Allen does against their true defense. Because yeah. Josh Allen has cakewalks. 
So we'll yeah, see. it's true. And I feel like Josh, like on the other hand, Josh Allen has had a very, very just great start to the season. He's been going off against easy teams, against, against easy against teams, easy which teams. is completely true. But it'll be very interesting. It'll be a true test for Josh Allen and the hype around him right now. And I feel I, like I, I completely agree. The defense, agree. the defense of the Bills as well. You can't sleep on them. They're very under, like underrated. I feel they don't, they're not mentioned a lot, but their defense is so so solid as well. So for sure, so that'll be that'll be a great game to watch. Titans versus Vikings. I got the Titans because the Vikings are trash. So yeah, Kirk Cousins is washed up. <laughs> yeah, That's man. There. He had a terrible game. I I don't know. He might ha- he might come back, but I just don't see that Vikings defense. What a drop off. Let's talk about that. What happened yeah, to their defense, man? Cuz they were... they got they got a bunch of rookie corners right now. Yeah. So. Did, what, did, where did Xavier Rhodes go again? I don't know where he left, but he they cut him from the team which after Crazy. one bad season. Crazy. Which I, I don't understand that. Terrible. I think he plays for the Colts now. Yeah, so we'll it's see. that's a terrible. I, I think that was terrible, honestly. I think I agree. And then also then they lose. I thought they I thought they lost Everson Griffin as well, didn't they? They or, did. Yeah, Everson Griffin they, now plays with the Cowboys or something like exactly. that. Exactly. It's so like they lost one of their star defensive ends. It's like it's terrible, and they're lo- overall just looking really sloppy on defense. I they dropped them on fantasy real quick. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> I had their defense negative four points. I was like, all right, they'll bounce back. And then next week they got four points. I'm like, all right, I'm done with you. You can get off my fantasy team. Y'all are trash. Exactly. And, <laughs> I, I did the same thing. For sure. I think Derek Henry is going to have a fat game against them, honestly. I just, it's going to be interesting no. for sure. I think Tanner Hill is going to have another good game. I think Derrick Henry is going to pick up his team until the second half of the season. Oh, man. Where he decides I, to go crazy. I hope Derrick Henry goes crazy, man. Fantasy, I need him. I need him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bengals versus Eagles. Who do you got winning that one? You know what? I'm going to go with the Bengals. Hey, I went with the Bengals too, man. Joe Burrow. I, I, uh, he ha- he's had a great first two weeks. And I think... I will say this, though. If Carson Wentz decides to play like he is, it's going to be very interesting how we talk about him later in like his, later this season. Because I think if he continues playing like this, <laughs> Eagles might have to look for another quarterback. Because the they have, yeah, I know they put in yeah. a lot of money into him, but jeez... He's Don't they have Jalen right Hurts on their team? They do. Yeah, so he they might do. be the next. He might be the next quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Honestly, and it was it was very interesting to see them pick that. I think that was their first pick, wasn't it? Second pick. The second sec- wrong pick. Oh, their second. Oh, okay, yeah. I just thought it was interesting to see them pick him up. But I mean, with Wentz's injury proneness, I think it was a great pick, and I think definitely Jalen Hurts was a great pickup because he just has always been that quarterback in college. He's the same thing. He came in his senior year, and he had a heck of a season. So yeah, I for he sure called out in Oklahoma. Exactly. So I think it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. He could be that comeback kid, and he can be kind of a redemption for for that good quarterback in Philadelphia for sure. Yeah, but for sure. yeah, all right. Bengals winning that one. Bears versus Falcons. I got the Falcons on this one because I just truly, I, do too. I truly think that Falcons offense is so overpowered, man. Shout out Calvin Ridley. He's having a <laughs> hell of a start of the year. <laughs> yes, My sir. Lord. Bro. It's just, I think the Bears, the Bears are so good on defense, but I just don't see them stopping the Falcons, and offensively, they're just not going to keep up, because they they, they could stop them a couple times, I feel like, that Bears defense, but I just don't see them 
scoring the amount that Atlanta will win. So I think it's going to be a closer game, but I think Atlanta's going to come out on top on that one. For sure. And then Panthers versus Chargers. I got the Chargers on this one. Yeah. yeah. So I think with Justin McCaffrey Herbert, gone. Yeah, and with McCaffrey gone, I gotta say Teddy Bridgewater. I watched him against Buccaneers last week. He played a great game. He had several mistakes, but overall he played a very very good game. He just he had a lot of mistakes. <laughs> yeah, he had a, he had two interceptions. And, like, that, that Buccaneers defense was getting a lot of pressure on him, but he still was making very good throws, and he was, make, he was, he was, dotting, he was dotting the Buccaneers up a little bit, but did have some crucial mistakes that ended up having them lose that game. But, I don't know. I think with – is yeah, Nick Bosa is still – what is it? Is it Joey or Nick? On Joey, the Bosa, Joey, Joey Bosa. Bosa. Joey Bosa is a problem. Yeah, exactly. Problem. And so I think he's going to get pressure on to, to – um, to Teddy Bridgewater and so I think that's going to be tough for him because I think I've seen with Teddy Bridgewater when he has time he's actually a very good quarterback but when he gets pressured he's terrible and he 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 makes a lot of crucial mistakes when he gets pressured plus losing Christian McCaffrey man when he was getting pressured last game he was just throwing to Christian McCaffrey and they were getting really good gains and now he's not going to have that outlet that he normally had and so it's going to be yeah, very Mike difficult. Mike Davis is not Christian McCaffrey. Exactly. Yeah, maybe two yards. McCaffrey makes it 10. Mike Davis will get yeah. you two yards. So, all right. Jets versus Colts. What do you got, Patrick? Colts. I got Colts as Adam well on Gates. that one. Adam Gates should be fired. For That's sure, for sure. All right. Buccaneers versus the Denver Broncos. I got the Buccaneers. It's going to be a tough match for Brady, I think, because it's in Denver. And Brady, Brady does struggle against Denver. But I think I'll, Brady's gonna have a good game. Drew Lock is out with an injury. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, if, if they lose, the Buccaneers lose. That would be terrible. Let's not talk. Let, let's not talk about. <laughs> let's not talk about that. Drew Lock is injured too. So yeah, that's definitely gonna be struggle. And like that Buccaneers defense, that defensive line, the linebackers, they get Dow, so Bradley, much. Freaking, oh my lord. Oh man, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for sure. But, all right, so, yeah, Buccaneers on that one. Lions versus Cardinals. I got the Cardinals because Kyler Murray is an animal. Simple. What do you think, Patrick? I mean, that offense is stout. And the Lions so far have been disappointing, to say the least. Oh, for sure. They have not been pretty. They have not been that good. And what do you think about the Cowboys versus Seahawks game? I, I'm going to go for Dak Prescott because he's my fantasy quarterback. Dang. So I have to hope he has a good game. Okay. But my but my football analysis is telling me that Seattle will win. Okay. But it's going to be a very high-scoring game. For sure. Because both have... defenses cannot play defense. Uh, yeah, for sure. I got Seattle winning, but I'm going to be honest. I think that this is going to be a game that's going to have Seattle, their defense is going to start showing up. And I truly I don't think, think so. I, I, and it's, it's a bold prediction. It's like a Charles Barkley type prediction. But I truly think that this defense is going to show up. And I truly think that the Seahawks are going to win by several touchdowns. And I think that the defense is going to do pretty good. It's a very, very, very bold prediction. But I think Seattle is going to come out on top. Russell Wilson is going to ha- have a hell of a game. And I think that the defense, Jamal Adams and Bobby Wagner, I think they're going to finally start clicking. That defensive line is is very very weak, but 
And the secondary is terrible. And Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, uh, Michael it's Gallup. True. It's true. They're, they've got, they very, got weapons. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm starting to regret my bold prediction. I'm not going to lie, but I... <laughs> Packers versus Saints. I got the Packers on this one because the Saints are garbage. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Saints aren't garbage, but I got the Packers on this one. Just I, got cause... A, I got the Packers winning as well. The Packers look very strong. Yeah, I Packers look strong. And the Saints, last game, very, very underwhelming game. And I think if Michael Thomas is going to be out this week, Drew Brees is going to have a little bit of difficulty. And their defense, the Packers defense, looking stout. very stout. Straight yeah, up. Unless, unless they're playing something against the run. They're going to kill somebody. They're for sure, kill. for sure. So, Chiefs versus Ravens. This is a big game. I got the Ravens on this one. What about you, Patrick? I got the Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs. Okay. Lamar has not beat Lamar has not beat Patrick Mahomes yet in his career. Yes. He's 0-2. Mm-hmm. Until proven otherwise, I still think the Kansas City Chiefs are the team to beat. For sure, for sure. I, I agree with that, but I think Lamar is going to have his game, and I think Mark Ingram is going to be the X factor of this game. If Mark, Mark Ingram, Ingram will have a big game. He will have a big game. Don't get yeah. me wrong. He, I, there's no way in hell he doesn't because the Chiefs can't stop the run up the middle. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And so if Mark Ingram, but if he has a great game, and, and the thing about that, the Ravens' defense is so good. They have a very, very good secondary with Marcus Peters and Chris Humphreys. And on top of that, they have an absolutely great great defensive line with that Calais Campbell man I just see I just see the Ravens getting pressure I think the Ravens are going to play good on defense it's going to be a very very high scoring game I feel like and I feel like Lamar Jackson is going to finally take his first victory against Patrick Mahomes I think whoever gets ball last will win this game which I'm assuming is going to be Patrick Mahomes just because and if Patrick Mahomes gets ball last, he's the most talented quarterback I've ever seen with my own two eyes. <laughs> that man can make throws like nobody else can. Completely he's Aaron Rodgers, but with more legs and a little bit more arm strength, my lord. For sure, that's gonna it's gonna be a great game. So let's go back to the NBA really quick. So who do you think is going to be in the NBA Finals, and who do you think is gonna win the NBA Finals? Cause I got the, I got the Lakers versus the Miami Heat, obviously, cause they're both up three one. I think both teams are gonna definitely come out of those series, but I think that the Lakers are gonna win the NBA Finals this year, and I think they're gonna win in five games, like they always have been. I think it's gonna be four one, and I think the Lakers are gonna come out on top. Um, Lakers overall, they just got such a solid squad. And if they play, like I said earlier, if they play like they do every single week, week in, week out, they play strong, they make their shots, the role players step up, LeBron and AD have a game, it's going to be very, very difficult to stop that team. And I just don't see them being stopped. The only reason why I have Miami winning in, like, in six or seven was, is because is Bam Adebayo can match up with Anthony Davis. I think him and Giannis are the only two players that can match up well against AD. For I think sure. they're, they're the both big enough and fast enough to guard him. Yeah. And LeBron, for some reason, throughout his career, ever since he left Miami, he's always struggled in Miami. Mm-hmm. And Luckily, so he doesn't find... have to play in Miami. <laughs> That's true. That's true. He doesn't have to play in Miami. But Pat Riley, I think Pat Riley's one of the greatest coaches who ever lived. 
and he's the general manager for Miami. Eric Spolstra, one hell of a coach. For sure. He ha- uh, This is just me. I don't think Frank Vogel is just that good of a coach. And when it comes to the coaching edge, I find I think Miami has that coaching edge. Oh, for and sure. If, if Miami can fuck, can mess the way they run their offense, because at times that Lakers offense is very stagnant when LeBron or Rondo doesn't have the ball in their hands. Because the rest of their players are just, I'm not going to let them spot up shooters or spot up playmakers. That's completely true. And that's the thing. If, if I, I totally agree with that. I feel like that's the one thing though with the Lakers. If other people are making plays for the Lakers and like LeBron they're and Rondo. Unstoppable. Yeah, they're, they're unstoppable. unstoppable. Exactly. But that's a big if. That's a huge that's a big if. if. I've seen it very few times, but when they do, and like when Caruso is making plays, bro, I think it's over, bro. Like, but we'll see. But we'll see if that happens. This is why I find this because Miami will take away your best offense. Miami goes zone. Miami goes man. Miami will do whatever it is to make you frustrated. Yeah. And so, defensively, I give Miami a little bit of an edge. But the Lakers have great rim protection. But sure. Miami's shooting is unreal with Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero. With Goran Dragic, I find it. I find it a good matchup. It's a good matchup. It is gonna. It's gonna be. A, I will say that will be a very very fun series to watch for the finals if that does end up happening which i think it will probably will but yeah and then Giannis winning mvp i think it is personally bullshit (laughs) because i think Giannis had one hell of a season the greatest per of all time yeah it's amazing but it's like he shouldn't i just think it's ridiculous because lebron when he's not playing the Lakers are still not a very... They're like a eh team. LeBron's a very, very... I think he's the key, key, key to the Lakers. And the thing is, with Giannis, the, their team overall is a very, very strong team. And I think they'd still have pretty decent success. As you saw in the playoffs, they won without him when he was injured. And like LeBron, he's just... I think he is the most valuable player. And the biggest thing I think... I think it is kind of BS because LeBron throughout his career has been second in MVP voting like four, five times. Exactly. Which is very annoying. And then one of the biggest things I also like that I wanted to bring up with LeBron mentioning, uh, I think it was Pau Gasol or Marc Gasol in 2013. It was one of the Gasol brothers, but. Oh, he won defensive player of the year? Yeah, he won defensive player of the year, but he got second team. All defense. That, That was a weird thing. That was very weird. I agree. Yeah. The NBA at times is just weird. I think if you can, t- if you added the what's it called, the playoffs, and if the league, if the award wasn't, because in my opinion, the MVP has always been whoever is the best player throughout the season, not yeah. most valuable. For sure, and that's what the MVP is. Honestly, but yeah. if you add the playoffs into the mix, though, LeBron's definitely the MVP for the year. But it's yeah. a regular season award. Yeah, it's and what very we saw true. from Giannis was just dominance. Yeah, Giannis, Giannis was a was a for sure a dominant player. It just was very I I just yeah, I got upset about it because it's like, you know, people always are like with LeBron, he's always getting voted second. It's just very, very frustrating. They're both I mean both easily top three players in the NBA or top five players in the NBA in my opinion. They're very very mm-hmm. both just amazing players, but it was it was very interesting for that i definitely think the nba has got to figure out a better way when it comes to that voting system because i feel like a lot of i think i mean cuz and i for sure think though Giannis winning mvp that's not that i think that's a good decision but lebron only getting 18 first place votes 
I think that's ridiculous because that's basically saying that it was kind of a landslide towards Giannis. You I mean, know? for the regular season, I think it was in the regular season. If you take, a landslide, if you think about though. It, <laughs> the greatest PER of all time we have ever seen. That's that's impressive as hell. That's impressive. That when but you add like, all your PER is when you add all your stats together. Yeah. And then you make a little math out of it, and that's how great of a player you are. To yeah. beat LeBron in his prime, Michael Jordan in his prime, Kareem and Shaq in their primes, where that's that? That is crazy. I think you should win a landslide. That's just me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. So, now we're going to move back to football. How about Cam Newton and his success with the Patriots? I, he's just been killing it, man. He's been doing his thing, and that offense has, is looking very, very good. He's looking better than Brady so far, in my opinion. I'm going to say that. He's looking better than Brady so For far. Sure. And we, two weeks in. Two weeks in. <laughs> I, so I wanted to mention that. So I definitely think this Patriots offense is looking a lot more solid with Cam Newton. And I think a big reasoning with that is just because Cam Newton, that run. offense, he can run. And Brady, I mean, I think he's one of the best rushing quarterbacks of all time. But, you know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> but he's definitely not a runner. All right. And that's the thing. Their offense, their players on at wide receiver and tight end, they just don't get open. Like there, there's very few. Julian Edelman's one of the only guys that can truly get open in that offense when there's press man coverage and stuff like that. But and all, last mm-hmm. year, you noticed all they did was they pressed the wide receivers. And Brady couldn't do anything because he couldn't run. He couldn't do. He couldn't just like run and get ten yard gain. What you're noticing now, though, is when they start doing that press man coverage with New England, knowing it's open, but Cam runs for 15 yards because they're not Make able. Different. Yeah, exactly. And so when Cam does that, it opens it up. So then it's more zone defense, and they do a, a kind of a scheme around to stop Cam Newton from running. And when they do that, receivers get open. So I think that that's a very very. Brady did not fit well with that system, and I completely, I completely just agree with that. He doesn't fit with, well as well as Cam Newton does because it's like throwing uh, Tom Brady into the Ravens system. You know, Tom yeah. wouldn't do any success with that system because it's just it's not a system made for him. Because all they would do is just you know, like I said, press the wide receivers, and they wouldn't be able to get open. And you know, Tom Brady can't run, so it's de- definitely Cam Newton fits. I hundred percent agree. Cam Newton fits with that system a lot better than Tom Brady did last year. So Bruce Arians needs to learn how to fix the, the system with Tom Brady right now as well. For Bruce, sure. He needs to know that Tom Brady is um, not a deep-throwing quarterback. He's more of a West Coast type of quarterback at this point in his career. Actually, he's never – he has the arm strength still. He still he has really the arm like strength. I think – he doesn't like to throw deep. Yeah, for sure. So we'll go into we'll go into that a little in a few conversations here. We're gonna talk about the Russell Wilson's hot start and how he has been going off MVP status right now in my book. But that he man is, he, is different. He is nine touchdowns, one interception. He's looking <gasps> like Patrick Mahomes two years ago. So beautiful, and I, that one interception was just absolute bullshit. That was just that Greg was Olson being a trash yeah. player but it not having any hands whatsoever. But I definitely think, you know, man, dude, <laughs> they're looking so good offensively, and Russell Wilson's just making plays. He's playing out of his head, and if he keeps it up, he's easily going to get MVP this season. Two weeks and nine touchdowns. Just think about that. That's ridiculous. 
Like he might get to the fifty range. Yeah, he, he might, might get, get to the fifty range if he keeps it up. He just got it. He's got it. If he maintains consistency, which sometimes in his career he hasn't like had that maintained consistency when he goes off. That's more like on this. Pete Carroll than anybody else, though. Yeah, Pete it's Carroll more on Pete like Carroll for sure. Ball. Yeah, so hopefully they continue to go to Russell Wilson because the Seahawks are definitely most successful when they do that. I think so. they're destined to come with the NFC. Yeah, That's just me. seriously, I think so too. All right, I mean, but, I mean, you never know. Buccaneers, baby. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, now this is the topic that you all have been waiting for. Tom Brady, has he fallen off or is he just getting started? I'll, he has to fall off. He just looks the same from last year. I'll, I'll go into my claim here first, all right? So, Tom Brady. I think this season is going to be a great season for Tom Brady. First two weeks, it's been difficult. And it's hilarious because I find this so funny. When you watch Tom Brady step up to the line and go into the huddle, you see him reading off of his playbook chart on his, like, on his wrist. He has never, I have never, ever, ever seen him do that when he was at New England. I find it hilarious because it, he looks like he is honestly so confused. Because <laughs> I've never seen Tom Brady run so much five-out offense, which I love it because it's like, you know they're going to pass and it gets me excited. But Tom Brady is definitely still getting used to the playbook, the system. It's new for him. He just came out of a freaking, what was it, like a 20-year career in New England or something like that? So he's he's definitely coming he's coming to a new system. Bruce Arians plays a lot different. And I feel like you said he was a West Coast quarterback. I feel like Tom Brady definitely he finds the open man. And I think if there's a guy who's who's deep, he's gonna hit him very well. And he's got he's got an incredible arm strength still. And you've seen it like when during the offseason he threw some balls and he had one of the top miles per hour ratings in the NFL just under Josh Allen. Which, I mean, that doesn't mean that much, but it definitely means that he still has some gas in the tank when it comes to that arm. So, he's not going to be um, very dangerous when it comes to that deep throw. But when someone's open, you best believe Tom Brady is going to hit him pretty accurately. And I think it's going to be, he's getting used to his teammates for sure. It's going to be interesting. And he's looking like, you know, his his numbers are looking like, you said, Jameis Winston-like numbers in the first two yes, weeks. Sir. Yes, but sir. I truly think Tom Brady is a far better quarterback than James Winston is. And I think that he's going to make a lot less mistakes. And I truly think that the Buccaneers this season are going to go 14-2 and to 12-4, and depending on some of the, those toss-up games. And I, I truly think that. And it's because Tom Brady, man, if he doesn't... Last year, the Buccaneers, if they didn't make the same mistake, it does crucial mistakes. In the game, there I think there was eight games that that were a touchdown or under when in the with the leads that they lost, right? They lost by a touchdown or three points, you know. They lost. And in those games, Jameis Winston had a statistic that he threw like 18 interception in those games. And... That's the thing. If Tom Brady is on that team, those games that they lost last year, they're going to end up winning because Tom's not going to make, I think, is not going to make the same dumb decisions. I'm watching a film. He's not going to make the same dumb decisions that Jameis Winston made, and he's not going to force it like Jameis Winston used to. But Tom's getting a hang of it. I think he's going to have a good season this year. I still think he's got gas in the tank, and I think he has the possibility of getting another ring in the next two years. But we will see what happens. But Patrick... Hand it off to I you. Think, 
I think they'll. I think Tom Brady's gonna have decent success. I mean, I don't think he's gonna have any crazy MVP type numbers. I think he's gonna make it to the playoffs. I think they're gonna go ten and six with Tom Brady as their quarterback. Like you said, Brady is not gonna throw inter- thirty interceptions, even though he's looking like it so far. But <laughs> I don't believe Brady will throw that many interceptions. For that sure. defense is stout. They have great weapons. Oh. Their running backs can catch, except with Sean McCoy. But, it, it, you know, <clears throat> I hate we'll see. <laughs> I think they'll go 10-6 and, and get bounced out in the first round. Oh, shoot. That's a bold prediction. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to win the division, I don't think. All right, all right. I, I think it's going to, yeah, for sure. I think this next game, the Saints-Tampa Bay Buccaneers game, the second game of their series, I think Tom Brady's going to come out on top later in the season. But we'll see. I try truly think that they're gonna win the division and they're gonna go off. And I think they're gonna make it, they're gonna at least make it to the championship, in my opinion. I think they could be a top two seed in this in this playoffs. So they're gonna, gonna buy the Packers. You think they're gonna buy the Packers or the Seahawks? It'll be interesting. We I, I, we got a lot more football to see. You know, I mean, it's the Buccaneers are one and one. You know, and so you're telling me Tom Pack- Brady is better than? Just tell, answer this: Who's better, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady? Who's playing statistically better right now? I think Aaron Rodgers is, and but who Ooh. I think is going to finish better at the end of the season? I think it's going to be Tom Brady. And that's, that's crazy. <laughs> I, I, I'm serious, bro. And I think that the defense of the Buccaneers, like you said, that defensive line looked incredible. They're they're looking incredible. They have the highest leading tackler in Devin White who's a second-year linebacker, who is probably the fastest linebacker in the NFL. He is insane. And then they have Levante David on top of that with Shaquille Barrett, who is an absolute solid linebacker. And then the pass rush with Jason Pierre-Paul as well, coming from that other outside linebacker spot. They're looking very, very strong. But we'll, it'll, we'll, it, we'll definitely we'll see. see. It will be interesting for sure. But I, I think the Packers or the, or, and the, the Seahawks should be a repeat of, the, I think, the 2014 or 2015. NFC Championship is going to happen again because I think Aaron Rodgers is that dude. I thought he was the most talented quarterback to ever play until Patrick Mahomes played. I think he still has some gas in that tank because he's making some throws that are unbelievable. And Russell Wilson is a problem. I don't think Tom Brady can keep up with those guys anymore. That's just me. I don't think he has the ability to do that as he once did. For sure. It will, it will be interesting. I'm excited to see all this football this weekend for sure. It's going to be good. But, alright. Well, that's pretty much it for this week's episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. Appreciate y'all for listening. Appreciate y'all for listening. For sure, for sure. Um, we are going to be going, like I said earlier, we're going to be doing another episode probably next Wednesday. Uh, we'll be tuning in. We'll, make, we'll talk about the previous games that happened last week everything and we'll go into some other stuff what's going on for next week and what's the games looking like what's the nba finals looking like possibly if the series are ended Mm -hmm. by then but for sure so it'll be interesting but remember like i said earlier make sure to click that link in the bio uh https colon slash slash anchor dot fm dis slash disunity slash support and uh pop us a donation we'll greatly appreciate it we'll give you a shout out if you donate you know what i mean for sure donate Please donate. It would be great. Well, awesome. Uh, This is Ryan Thane and Patrick Waller signing out here. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week in our next episode. Peace, y'all. Peace, y'all.